welcome back to She Loves Pamper Sessions. I am your host, Maya, and today we're going to be talking about a very important topic, something that has really caught my attention for the last couple of weeks on social media. The soft girl era, the boss girl era, my it girl era, all of these eras, and what are they? Why are they so popular? And what is the purpose of using these personas in life? Well, I'm going to be quite frank with you. After doing a lot of dive deeping, I think that they are very detrimental. So let's go ahead and start talking about it. We live in a very social media based culture. And in our society, social media is one of the main ways that you stay relevant and prevalent that you gather information about your community, you stay intact with your friends, establish your business, and overall maintain being a regular person in the 21st century. But if you're not mindful while using social media, it's very easy to get caught up in practices that are very detrimental to your mental health, spiritual health, and well-being, and can physically um, have serious effects on you over time. I think that it's really a good idea to start thinking about doing things with intention before following trends because trends come and they go and they are very fleeting. And something that I noticed is that there is, especially targeted towards women, eras and personas that women are starting to accustom themselves to, to fit in and be accepted by their fellow peers. Being accepted and wanting to be a part of a whole is a very normal thing as a human being. It's in our nature. But when it starts to get dangerous is when we are mindful, not mindful of doing these things and find ourselves in a tough situation. I noticed that a lot of young women appear to be very put together on the outside, but then find themselves in a very tough predicament on the inside. Because what we have done when we do these personas and we continuously persist with an identity that is not our own, is we end up feeling empty and not knowing who we really are, which is one of my top laws of life. Know thyself, know who you are. If you walk around not knowing who you are, you will become whatever everybody else tells you to be. And that might not be what the universe, what God has for you. And you may end up living a life unfulfilled, purpose not experienced. And that can lead to a lot of emotional disturbances and ultimately negatively affect your physical, mental, and spiritual life. So what can we do to protect ourselves from these eras? Well, I want you to really take a look at the women that are doing these things. Now, there may be some women who are very emotionally intelligent and very consciously aware of themselves. And so they may adapt behaviors and patterns in their life to amplify their life experience. However, what I am finding is that emotionally intelligent people are rare, especially in social media culture. And with the amount of negative and nasty comments underneath com- um, underneath posts and the way that people treat each other nowadays, because we are such a culturally insensitive group of people now, 
it's very easy to see a certain scenario online and think, wow, this is great. I can do this. You're telling me all I need to do is drink a green juice and wake up at 5 a.m. and be a boss girl and I'll have everything I want in this life or wow, all I have to do is sit back and relax and drop into my feminine and be a soft girl and this is my life is going to be great. But then we realize that over time we're chasing after something that might not even be in alignment with who we really are. We might be doing something that might not be benefiting the stage that we're in and negatively affecting our life experience because we are taking the experiences of others and forcing it to work for our own. So what can you do on a personal level to be consciously aware and emotionally intelligent enough to make the right decisions when it comes to appropriately living your life? Well, that number one law of mine comes in knowing who you are. It's time to do the work. It's time to sit down and face yourself in the mirror. Get that piece of paper, get that pen, that pencil, that iPad, that notepad, whatever you need, and write down the attributes of yourself and characteristic traits of yourself that are not physical, that are not materialistic. We don't need to know what your bag is like. We don't need to know what your hair is like or what your nose is like. What I want you to look at when you're looking inside is what are your valuable characteristic traits and how do they benefit you positively, your community positively, your family positively. And family is different for everybody. Community is different for everybody. So curate these responses accordingly. But understand who you are. I am a nurturing person. I am a loving person. And this helps me send love to others. I'm a valuable person. This allows me to take good care of myself and my personal needs. I'm an intelligent person. This helps me articulate my thoughts and feelings and protects me from emotional harm. When you start to have conversations with yourself and write these things down on paper, you can self-actualize who you really are and you solidify yourself into your own person. And the need to fall into these soft girl eras, it girl era, boss girl era, I'm this era is no longer necessary because you are comfortable being who you are and knowing what you need to do for you so that you can be in your purpose and persevere and prevail in your purpose without the acceptance from other people to do so. And that is extraordinarily liberating. Not only is it liberating, but is you, it is your birthright to do that. I think it's really harmful when we just dive into things and we don't consciously think about how they can negatively affect us and how they can positively benefit us. We want to be this version of someone that everybody loves and likes, but that might not be why you're put on the planet. And let me tell you right now, no matter what you do or who you are or how you feel or look, everybody is not going to like you. And some people will love you for 
or they might just sit right in the middle. But it's not up to you to deter them in any which direction. Your job and responsibility is to live authentically to you. When we're constantly forcing personas and lifestyles that don't work for our personal preferences or needs, we feel empty. We walk and live a life feeling confused and lost, feeling like we're always searching for something, anxious, stressed, overly tired, depressed, and unable to maintain healthy relationships with ourselves, our spiritual practices, our physical needs, and our friends, our family. And it makes it difficult to maneuver through life when we're constantly doing things because we think that's what we should be doing. Because if I don't have this soft girl era wardrobe and schedule and life, then I'm not going to amount to anything. But then two weeks later, it completely switches. And then you're like, well, who am I? Am I a boss girl or am I sitting in the soft girl era? Am I the it girl that everybody wants to be? Or am I comfortable sitting back and having my own personal time in isolation to work on myself? There are going to be so many different versions of yourself in life. And it's really up to you to pay attention to your internal cue to figure out what your needs are in that part of your life stage. Overly working yourself and overly doing it or under under doing things may not benefit you at the time that you choose to do that and it's very important to exercise your discernment your emotional intelligence learning when to sit back and recognize am i overcompensating for my insecurities am i trying to become a version of something because i'm insecure about who i authentically am Because if the answer is yes, then it's time for you to sit up, look in the mirror, and work on loving your authentic version, loving the talents, skills, and attributes on the inside. The way that you will see yourself on the outside will change. I can attest to that. I spent a lot of my young adult life, as I am still young, I'm 27, But in my early 20s, I spent a lot of my early 20s not liking myself, spending a lot of time working on my physical appearance and posting things and trying to live this curated life that looks so perfect, but I felt dead inside. And it wasn't until I started using my word, speaking to myself positively and learning who I am that when I look at myself now, I can accept who I am and I can love myself. There may be days my hair doesn't sit right and I may not like it or I may pick at my eyebrow because it's not perfectly arched, but I recognize I am a beautiful person. And no matter what anybody may think about my physical appearance, the value that I have is worth more than gold. It is priceless. And the value that it has in my personal life, my spiritual life, my communal life, my family life, my romantic life, also invaluable, right? Nobody can take away your value. You may not need to be valuable to that person that you're trying to impress, but the other people around you need you to be authentic. 
because your authenticity helps bolster and encourage other people to be authentic. And that is really, truly a part of the large human experience that we're living to create and to live in our authentic selves, not to be drones, not to be cookie cutter blocked personas and to exhaust, overwork and burn out our natural spirit where our gifts and personal talents will die with them. I hope that this podcast episode gave you a little bit of insight on the detrimental effects of these eras and being easily influenced with trends because trends are fleeting, but your spirit lives forever. Remember that. Peace. I'll see you guys next time.